and how are you doing my name is shell njogo host and producer of swan podcast and i am so elated to have you here it's always such a joy that every tuesday i get to do this anyway today is the long awaited episode i'm talking about church heart and i really wanted to lay a foundation for this topic because i didn't want to speak to someone who has been hurt by the church without first talking and without first pointing to the people who have failed that person i think it would have been unfair uh it's good to be sensitive to pain pain is pain and for the, a person who has been hurt by the church the pain is still pain so it has to be recognized as well and i hope i really did a good job with the previous two three episodes and so today is chat hat introducing my co-hosts joan and i listening So there was uh, I was in primary school probably class 4 or 5. Uh this is you listening as if of just get history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um around class 4 class 5 and the youth chairman had impregnated the I think the girlfriend or maybe someone he was just fooling with I don't know. and so he was i don't want to say frogged but he was asked to stand um at the front of the church in front of the congregation during a normal service and he was harassed with a lot of difficult questions including will you marry this girl cg for I don't know whether there was for how long you've been doing this. I can't really remember, but I remember that question, will you marry her? And I think that's such a difficult question to be asked in front of everyone if you haven't made that decision, and especially because they were youths, then I think that discussion could have happened outside church uh in the office of the pastor before bringing them to the church of which i think it should have been their decision if they want to tell the church we are sorry to yanguka such and such but for a class 6 year old that's around 11 years old 6 mm-hmm. class 12 11 yeah at so at the age of 11 or 12 years it was so unsettling to see that question that questioning i didn't like fully comprehend what was going on but it was such a, an undesirable state to be in and especially because they made like the church was asked to stand and make a prayer of repentance on their behalf and i don't know if they i can't remember if they came to church afterwards um but that might have been not might that's church hat because the way 
this scene was dealt with was as if they had overturned the whole world upside down. Well, the scenes, the very scenes that we were unable to fulfill in the Old Testament, they fell, which is normal for every human being, where I think some scenes are visible, like sexual scenes, especially now when it comes to a girl. Obviously, if you're not married and you're pregnant, people will know you had sex. And other scenes are not visible, but they are still scenes. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, that that scene, that sexual scene was elevated higher than it really deserved. And at the same time, treating the people who had fell into that scene as if they had done the worst thing ever mm -hmm. in this world. So today we are talking about church heart. Have you experienced it? I don't think I have like any personal experience. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if there is. Mm -hmm. But that is, that's a memory that I often remember when it comes to church heart. Um, I also haven't personally experienced church hurt, but I was, but I have witnessed people who have similar situations to what you're talking about, and also other situations. So it's very real. Church yeah. hurt is very real. Yeah. So what do you think? Why is there church hurt? Um, if if the church is supposed to be loving. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be compassionate mm -hmm. to the members and the members of the society. Mm -hmm. The church is supposed to be the light. Mm -hmm. Why is there then church heart? I think maybe we haven't uh, mastered fully the kind of love that Christ showed to others. Because Christ also encountered sinners and... How he dealt with sinners is not how he dealt with sinners. And he was the perfect man. If there was anybody who was justified yeah. to condemn sinners to condemn sinners and to shame them as much as possible, it was Jesus. But he didn't. Yeah. So I don't think we have attained that Christ like character. We haven't many of us haven't. Of course I'm there are people who from the Caribbean, but then we haven't reached that level. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it comes from religion. Mm -hmm. And it's in the sense where a lot of people who are in church don't know God yeah. for themselves. Mm -hmm. They just know God from being taught about God. Yeah. Um, so they know this God of the pastor mm -hmm. they don't know the god for share like uh, for like individual mm -hmm. individually knowing god and and even for the pastor it's probably you can find there people who preach every sunday but they haven't studied the word of god they haven't gone through the bible um because I think from a religious standpoint, a religion tries to control mm -hmm. people. 
and if you're trying to control people then they contradict whatever you're trying to tell them not to you're trying to control that they don't fall over mm-hmm. then i think the immediate reaction is to react to a situation instead of responding mm-hmm. to the situation yeah. um and that's why you find people talking they can just abuse the congregation mm-hmm. because number one the congregation doesn't know the word mm-hmm. so they can accept anything from this person after all he's the man of god yeah. then also the preacher he's such a god that he is he enjoys this uh having people under him mm-hmm. and if as a human being because we are so incapable of having and handling power mm-hmm. and so we become fearful that we lose control uh of these people that I'm trying to control and as a result of this fear and because I st- I still I want to remain in power mm-hmm. I'm fearful that I'll not be able to control them and because I'm fearful then what I'll do is trying is try to feed them yeah. with lies mm-hmm. and fear mm-hmm. so that they can keep coming they can keep coming back to me needing me um and I'll just feed them with whatever whether it's godly or ungodly I don't care mm-hmm. uh, so I think religion has a big part to play with chat chat mm-hmm. yeah I once had a quote I can't say it exactly but somebody was saying that uh Christians are the only soldiers who would who still uh who fight against a soldier who's on the outside like who's already down yeah. instead of lifting them up yeah they beat they 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 trend uh fight them So I, I don't know it verbatim but the point was yeah it's uh we condemn people who are already condemning themselves because when you've seen your conscience is already condemning you yeah so if we go and add on to that we condemn you then it's even adding on to the not that it's but it's good to correct somebody but then we also supposed to correct them in love and that includes um forgiving them, correcting them yes yes you did wrong but then also showing them that you love them that you're willing to accept them back that you're willing to rehabilitate them and help them to to get to the right way that is how Christ would have done yeah because even in the story of the woman who was caught in adultery she she was she okay she, Christ was uh you expecting Christ to condemn to condemn her you'd expect Christ to condemn her yeah. but you did the wrong thing but then he said that she should go and sin no more yeah but which was he forgive her he forgave her and he, he commanded her to go and do no wrong and to not do it again so that's how we are supposed to treat other Christians who fallen because we are also not perfect yeah we fall every day 
and it says that our sins are not in the eyes of human beings they're yeah. not seen as big as yeah. maybe sexual sin so we should be extending the same grace that God has extended to us to other people because we have a conscience we all okay we all have a conscience not everybody of course there are people who numbed their consciences but it's what convicts you that you've done the wrong thing. If somebody has done the wrong thing, they know they've done the wrong thing. Trump. You don't have to go adding fire and flame, yeah. gossiping, doing everything that will make them leave the church. Just do it in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> I have two points. I hope I'll hold them. Mm-hmm. Number one is which number one has already escaped. <laughs> but I think I, I like the Samaritan, the woman at the well story. Mm-hmm. It's, it creates such a good picture of how the church should be. Because Jesus has encountered this woman. She's a woman living in sin. Mm-hmm. Yet... She has been empowered mm-hmm. getting out of that well. Yeah. That she goes in her village mm-hmm. announcing yeah. about this man who has told me everything that I've done. Mm-hmm. She walked in shame before. Yeah. Obviously, at that time, no one would have wanted even to be associated with her. Mm-hmm. Because of her lifestyle. Obviously, like if my, uh, my husband wouldn't want to see me with someone mm-hmm. who lives or my parents wouldn't want to see me with a woman who lives like that yeah. so there was shame and she was aware of that that people gossip her she was aware of everything yet she left Je- she left uh jesus at the well having been empowered and it baffles me that how did Jesus talked to this woman mm-hmm. that she felt so loved yeah. that she had carried shame but in this moment it's no longer shame mm. yet she has encountered Christ now which brings me to because people don't know the scriptures we end up with a lot of rules because a church heart can also be experienced where <clears throat> there is no sin like uh, those sins that we are talking about. But people are just trying to, they're being controlled mm-hmm. in a certain way, like um, especially now when it comes to women, or oh, dress this way, or oh, cover your head. When you don't, this and this happens. <sighs> and you feel condemned Mm -hmm. when there are so many roles in church and you can't meet them. That's church heart. Because number one, these roles don't come from God. Mm -hmm. God hasn't given us roles that... um, I've said you shouldn't cross that line. I've been looking at... um, um, thinking about cultures and the culture of the Jewish culture, Mm -hmm. that there were things, especially hair, (laughs) that if they were supposed to cover their hair, and then you go to another African country where women are supposed to shave, Mm -hmm. 
So which one is more important? Do I start telling them to grow their hair mm-hmm. and cover it? Mm-hmm. Or do I give them the gospel? Which one is more important to God? It's that they receive the gospel. Yeah. And when that, when the gospel, when Jesus is not the priority, when it comes to his people or even the unbelievers, yeah. then there is a big question mark. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that there is a big question mark. And, it's, and I think that people are also susceptible to this. But we don't abide in Jesus. Mm-hmm. If from John 15, he says that if you don't abide in me, then you're like a branch that has withered, yeah. that will be collected and taken to the fire. Yeah. It means that you're useless. So mm-hmm. everything that you're verbalizing yeah. is hurting the congregation because you're not because I, I, I'm, I can wear a cloth that looks so Christian, mm-hmm. but Jesus knows whether you're abiding in him or mm-hmm. not. Yeah. And the unfortunate part is that if as Christians we are not committed to knowing God, then we can't identify such people mm-hmm. who are preachers or teachers or mm-hmm. prophets mm-hmm who just wear clothes mm-hmm. and and hold uh, those offices, but they are not, like they are not in Christ. Yeah. And maybe one day, uh, one time they had the call, mm-hmm. but they haven't followed through mm-hmm. to abide in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that, I, I think that's a big factor. It is. And Jesus, <laughs> Jesus had a big problem with the religious leaders of his time. Uh, They were very big on the outward appearance, looking holy, wearing how how, what they were supposed to wear, avoiding foods that they were supposed to avoid, keeping the Sabbath. And his problem was that those are not the important things. The important thing is the heart. Yeah. That you take care of your inside. If your inside is good, that's what matters to God. Not that you go around yeah. in skimpy clothes. Actually, yeah. what I've found is mm-hmm. that when God works on your heart, yeah. these things come automatically. True. But then even in my own experience, there are clothes that I used to wear before yeah. that I can't wear anymore yeah. because the Holy Spirit has worked in my heart. Yeah. And until I'm convicted, like I shouldn't wear things like this. So if you focus on dealing with people's hearts, then these things will come automatically. But if you start, it's like you, unanza namkia, unanza kukula namkia, which is not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Start with, when, 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 when the heart, the, what does the heart, the Bible say about the abundance of the heart, out of the abundance of the, oh, the heart, heart, the, the mouth speaks. speaks. Yeah. So whatever is inside will overflow to the outside. So if you're taking care of the affairs of, the hearts of, 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 of the congregation, then automatically, you won't even have to force issues. The yeah. Holy Spirit will do his work yeah. in these people. Yeah. And eventually, they will just start behaving differently. True. Because when Christ comes into our hearts, then he makes us into a new creation. We don't remain what we were before. And because it is our daily work in our hearts, that he's changing things, eventually, this person will be okay. Yeah. So focusing and 
focusing too much on the on the outward is the wrong priority. Yeah. Yeah. Which a lot of religion focuses on that. Yes. And I think that's something that people should look out on. And even addressing to the person who has been hurt in church mm. is to remember that that was a person who mm. hurt you. Yeah. It wasn't Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I think I listened to Michael Jr. so much. Uh, but he says, he, he talks about if a person can make you leave church, mm-hmm. it means that they are even a more fan of Jesus than you are. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing, I'm forgetting that statement, but he makes it regularly for anyone who is dealing with like church heart and everything. But um, I say all that to say that someone should not like um, prevent you from knowing God. Yeah. You can know God from whatever church you are. Yeah. Just because you were hurt here doesn't mean that you cancel the entire Christianity. Yeah. And you say, I oh, don't. Yes, it's painful, but this is a human being. <laughs> and we are, we are all, yeah. we all have our faults. Yeah. And we are all trying to be like, to be like Christ every day. So there are mistakes that we will make, even if it's the pastor. He's still a human being. You know, sometimes we like to put men of God in pedestals. We do. Yeah. So when they... And I think that's why they hurt so many people. Yes. Because actually the problem is you start putting the religious leader above Jesus. Yeah. My mom likes to ask, is it Jesus that brought you to the church? Is it... Or, 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 sorry. Is it the... But is it the Christian that brought you to the church? Yeah. It's not. It's Jesus who brought you to the church. So you shouldn't be living because of these people. You should only live if maybe Jesus has failed you, which will never happen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if you can you can you can shift churches by the way. You can. Yeah. You don't you don't have to stick in the place where you were hurt because being hurt is is very valid by the way. It is. People get hurt and they are unable to continue staying in the same church. Then you are allowed to go to the to another church because we are all a body of Christ. Yeah. Just because they are called this church and this other church is called the other name, we are still as long as they are preaching the true gospel. They are pre- they are preaching Jesus. Jesus should be your focus. Yeah. The example that you look into. Yeah. You look unto. Yeah. So not human beings. Don't don't uh, rely on the actions of people you deem as true Christians because they will fail you. They will. They will. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I have also I was in I was also a victim of uh, putting people too high in my yeah like i was like this pol- this person is good so when finally something happened i was like my faith was yes. shaken ah. my faith was shaken and i realized that i should not put anybody on a pedestal not even the pastor yeah because they're all human beings and they all have weaknesses and sometimes they give in to temptations they do. So that if I was, if my whole faith was 
anchored in that person yeah. then my faith is destroyed then true yeah. which now leads us to make an effort mm-hmm. to know god for yourself yes make that effort to know god because number one, you're able to discern mm. and because you know the truth mm-hmm. then you're able to tell if someone is lying mm. and it's not it's not finding the truth or or thinking that truth is relative where i can just watch a few videos online of other people talking about this subject or yeah. that mm-hmm. That's relative truth. The truth is in the word of God. Yeah. It is the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's compact truth. It's holy and pure. And if that is in your heart, you're able to discern. Mm-hmm. Is this person teaching God? You're able to see even from their character or the way they speak. Does this person help? has this person developed the character because i think um something that i've learned is that before you have like a platform jesus is so intentional mm-hmm. about building someone character yeah. before he gives you, he gives you any platform mm-hmm. and there are people if their character doesn't match up you know that they sent themselves mm. honestly yeah because to god it's important for us for our character to be like his mm-hmm. before we can talk to a congregation before we can yeah before we can talk like he can give us a responsibility where i'm able to influence or impact the lives of many people yeah. then there is a lot of growing that happens behind the scenes and if we can even look at the life of david mm-hmm. um him being anointed to be king at uh, around 17 and he became king at 30 mm-hmm. and at 30 he didn't even uh, become king over the whole of israel it yeah. was partial israel and then later on, that's why he was able to be the king of Israel. And when he fell, when he took um, what Beth, yeah, mm-hmm. Uriah's wife, God spoke to David, like um, in a way that you see, this is what was expected of you, yeah. but you chose this. Because there was a character that was developed. So God can hold, God could hold David Mm -hmm. at such a standard because he knew what was the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Because he was prepared for this Mm -hmm. space that he is occupying at that moment. Mm -hmm. And even from the whole interaction between now Nathan and David, and David coming to the realization of his sin, where you see him repenting immediately because, again, his character had been developed Mm -hmm. and therefore he is able to see his sin Mm -hmm. as it is Mm -hmm. and him saying um, how undeserving he is and also, like, 
pleading with God not to take away his spirit away from him mm-hmm. because he knew the weight of what he had done. Mm-hmm. Um, just saying one, yes, a person who has gone through character development under God's character development can make a mistake but also if the persons the person who is um, an actor of authority like in a church where they are a pastor or a teacher elder and they are continually making a scene Mm then there is a big question about their character. Mm-hmm. Uh, their character should be questioned, and that's why they should be asked to step down. But again, we don't find accountability. Yeah. Because the people around also, yeah. their character is not uh, pleasing. They're birds of the same feather. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's why it's good to be anchored in the word, so that... When you detect something that is amiss, yeah, then you're able to act even leave the church. By the way, yeah, if the wrong, you may be speaking the word of God correctly, but if you if your character doesn't correspond with what you're speaking, then you will cause people of a weaker a weaker a lower level of faith to yeah. to fall. Yeah. So if you see that you cannot be able to withstand and you will be able, you will fall eventually then it's good to even live yeah yeah uh we've talked about being anchored in the word of god i, I said that religion controls but christ offers solutions yeah so every solution is with christ mm-hmm. Seek him, the first commandment, and the greatest commandment is that you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, mind, and strength. I may have repeated the same word. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And the second one being love the neighbor as yourself. Let, Let the attention be that I am loving God and also love your neighbor mm-hmm. and also like jesus said to unto others what you'd like them to do to you but i'm also big on i think if we abide in christ which is now staying in his word mm-hmm. a lot of these things can be uh can be changed which uh from this topic of church heart I've already laid a foundation in leadership and servanthood where now we see, okay, you have seen, or if you haven't listened yet, you can go back to the previous episode um, where I'm talking about leaders and Christians leading with humility. And if we all strive to lead with humility, then the church would be such a different space than a lot of us have gone through. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people's hearts will be changed if we lead and we strive to lead with humility. So for the person who has been hurt, instead of rejecting 
the people and rejecting God, why don't you go for God and also use that anger for good where you learn about God and treat people the way you'd have wanted to be treated? I think that would be a game changer. Yeah. So that's it from Joanne and I. <laughs> So that's it from my co-hosts, Joanne and I. And until next Tuesday, see ya. If you like the content on this podcast, kindly share it with your friends and also leave a comment or a review. It will be of so much help not only to me, but also to other people who might be interested in such content that you have just enjoyed.